one who understands the complexities of this ambitious cinematic masterpiece? This movie isn't stupid. You're stupid. I can't believe you committed suicide. I cannot believe you committed suicide. The bitch is back, baby! A Shop Top. Shop Top is the uh, name of a character from a little old movie called Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which we are covering in this episode of Movies So Bad They're Good, the podcast. This is Ian, and I am joined as always with Seth and Ryan. What's up? What's up? What's happening? And the other uh, person in that group. The, all right, so this is a band called Corn Bugs. Uh, with the greatest guitarist ever, Buckethead, and he's joined by Bill Mosley as doing the character of Chop Top, who is the also a character of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Is that confusing to anybody? Nope. nope. Sweet. Yeah, so, Buckethead... One of the greatest guitarists of all time. He loves horror movies. And he loves Chainsaw too. He loves Chopped Out so much that he got Bill Mosley to do a entire band with him called Corn Bugs. And they have several albums together. And Chop Top is my favorite, one of my favorite characters ever, which is why we're covering Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. All right. Well, um, that we actually sounds that. sounds good. We're going to get into it. Actually, I wanted to bring up, because I actually, I never saw the first one as far as the original. I only saw the remakes of the first one. So, were any of these characters in the first movie, yeah. other than Leatherface? Actually, actually, yeah. Uh, but I'll let Ryan talk about that. Uh, what's going on now? <laughs> what a douchebag. Dude, tell me about the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre, asshole. Uh, which characters in this movie are in the previous movie? So what I was wondering is, is the cop is the cop in the uh, first movie? No, he is not. Does uh, no. Hopper? Yeah, no. because he definitely seems like he has some kind of vendetta There's with him. Like a, yeah. yeah. He does have a, a lefty. Yeah, lefty. Mm-hmm. Lefty, played by Dennis Hopper, has a vendetta against the Sawyer family. Due to the fact that one of the characters, he's actually related to two of the characters in the first movie, which is uh, Sally, our final girl, and her brother, Franklin, who is the corpse in the wheelchair that he talks to towards the end of the movie. Yeah, Um, yeah, I I noticed that. And I was wondering if that was anything from the first, at least the original first. The other characters... In this in this movie that are in the first movie are 
Drayton Sawyer, which is the oldest brother, the old man that won the Chili uh, contest. Yeah, he, he was the sheriff, wasn't he, in the first movie? No. He was the gas station attendant. He was the yeah, only yeah. gas station yeah, right, right, right. Really. yeah, he's the gas station attendant, but isn't he, wasn't there, it's been a while since I saw the first one. No, wasn't no, no, there no. a sheriff that was part the of the remake. family? You're thinking about the remake played by uh, R. Lee Ermey. Yeah, yeah. That's all I know. I remember the remake. I don't remember the original yeah, yeah. 74 uh, Texas so if, if, we can, if we can mention that less in this episode, that would be great. <laughs> so we have great... I, I'm being serious. So we have great... But he, he, was, he was in the first movie. Yes. He was the guest station who, like... He was, he was like the Captain Spaulding kind of guy. Like, he lured them into you know the what? trap. That, that is a great comparison because that's what it is. Yeah. Like, House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects both played very heavily on Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Uh, the, the second character, of course, is Bubba Sawyer, Leatherface. Right. The, the third character is the incoherent grandfather. Now, were any of them in the first movie, the original? Yeah, all, all three of them all three are of in, the first, were in the first movie. Yeah. And same actors and stuff, too? Mm, Drayton, yes. Uh, Bubba Sawyer, no. In the okay. first movie, it was played yeah, by... Leatherface, yeah, there's Gunner a different Hansen. guy playing Leatherface. I'd imagine because it was a 10-year, about a 10, 11-year difference because uh, 74 was the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre, then the second one was like 85, 86? Yeah, I'd say about 86. Uh, this, uh, so the first one was Legendary Gunnar Hansen. Yeah, 86. Um, the second one was Bill Johnson. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's cool. Now, now I would say the first movie was so perfectly done in a like documentary style way that it made a lot of people think this was real life. Really? Okay. Because that's how it was when done I, in the one, and I thought it gritty. was. I thought it was based off of something real. Like I didn't think it was actually. That was the point. That yeah. was the point. Yeah. I Even thought that there was. Like they maybe a real that, murder. They say it's based on a real thing. It's like Fargo. Right. They yeah. say it's based on a real thing, but it's really. Not. I, I my thought was maybe there was a guy who actually killed people with a chainsaw, and they just kind of took it and ran with it. That was my assumption yeah. when and I saw. They really the like, took a whole like Ed Gain thing. Mm. Like there was a serial killer named Edward Gain, yeah. who lived in like Wisconsin or something, somewhere up north. It it made it made made uh, lampshades and stuff out of yeah. skin. It was, uh, uh, Ed Gein lived in Wisconsin. Mm. Yeah, that's where that took place. But and, and then yeah, the, they made this movie about him, but about it it made people Texas. think. It and the thing is, it created the perfect formula, making people think that um, innocent teenagers were getting massacred by these backwoods cannibals yeah my mom was scared of the first movie she said she remembers hearing my uh my uncle watch this movie and all she would hear is just all types of screaming and stuff from the, from my, the movie and she was just like mom, i don't want no part of it my mom was so scared of this movie it was a what? fucked up movie yeah the first she, one was pretty scary she's like so, especially in the 70s like first time of course it, it's a pretty fucked up movie mm-hmm 
she exaggerated this movie when she first told me about it, saying that it was so bloody and gory that they were cutting up all kinds of shit, like fingers and, and bones and all that. And I, I was sitting there watching this movie like, this is one of the least goriest movies I've ever seen. Mm. But, but it does such a great job. For, no, for the 70s, it, it was really fucked up. It was fucked up, but it wasn't as gory as bloody as everybody said it was. It, yeah, it but for his time it was, though. For his time. But, but for his time, it, right? It barely had any blood. <laughs> guys, guys. My brain is burning. Now I'm flashback. Now yeah, flashback. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, yeah. Right. All right. Speaking of which, uh, let's get into Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which we're covering in this episode. This movie is less fucked up. Still fucked up, though. Less serious, but way more campy. Way more campy. It, it turned its camp level to 11. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Why don't you tell Seth what you, the analogy you were telling me earlier about, like, the amp? All right, so I was explaining to Ian because um, I really wasn't sure if Ian saw all the Texas Chainsaw movies. So I kind of pretended like he didn't. So I explained to him in an amp fashion of what the what the movies would be like if he were to watch them. Now the first movie, there's a serious knob and a campy knob. So just bear with me. The first movie where the seriousness was turned all the way up, but the campiness was kept to, like, maybe a two because of Franklin and the wheelchair and how the, how goofy the family was. Yeah, it's the kind of, second, also the hitchhiker is kind of campy. Is yeah, yeah, a little, well, yeah, little part, tiny yeah, bit campy, family. Yeah, but mostly gritty. Mostly yeah. gritty. So the second movie, they turn the cheesiness, they turn the seriousness down to, like, maybe a two, maybe a one. And they turn the cheese level all the way up. Mm. I'm talking like batshit insane. Mm. Now the yeah, third that's the one movie, we're covering this one. That's this is one we're covering too. Now going yeah. into the third it's movie, which so is so cheesy. Now going to the third movie, which is actually called Leatherface, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. They decided to, for whatever reason, turn the serious level all the way back up. And turn they turn the cheesy level down, and then turn the boring meter to at least an eight. Wow! Now Just too fourth serious. movie with Matthew McConaughey and Renelle Zellweger. Mm-hmm. The seriousness yeah. went to a five. Cheesy level went up to about ten. And now we're at ape shit bananas. Went all the way and broke the fucking knob. Mm. Is that the 1994? Yes. Yeah. That yeah, was Matthew McConaughey. Done, that was the one that was done in 94, but wasn't released till later. Mm. And then we didn't see another one again till uh, what 2003, the Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, that's the remake. remake. Yeah, that's the remake. Then in 2006, we saw a prequel to that remake. I saw both of those. Yeah. And then in 2013, we saw a Superman rules of. Uh, two, three, and four doesn't exist, and this is the true sequel to the original. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that one was fucking. They, all right, so in the 2013 one, they ripped off 
Devil's Rejects, which was already a ripoff of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> which had Bill Mosley in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, watching this movie, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, I just kept thinking, like, A Thousand Corpses, A House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it definitely yeah, felt a lot Yeah, like you that. see where, like, uh, first of all, yeah, Rob Zombie, like, really borrowed from. And second of all, it's got Bill Mosley in it, who plays Otis Driftwood. Yeah, a very similar character. Very similar. They traded in the the great documentary-esque style for a so cheesy. Even the poster of this movie is cheesy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I saw House of Thousand Corpses before I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And so... When I saw Texas, uh, I already loved House of Thousand Corpses. I loved Devil's Rejects. I was like, I was already like big time fanboy of Bill Mosley. I was like, this guy is great. Then I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and saw him as Chapter Top. I was like, holy shit, that's Bill Mosley. This is amazing. <laughs> mm. did, did y'all see the original poster for this movie? Yeah, I did. I'm looking no. at it now. It's like it's like a family shoot where the three Where where the, do you think they got that from? Um, I don't know. The Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, I see it. Mhm. You're right. Where the guys laying, they got the dead body yes. they carry around them is laying up front. The, the dummy. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Then there's the three, the the granddad, Bill Mosley's character, and then the the older the older guy kind of sitting down, and then Leatherface yeah, no, is standing. Bill Mosley isn't the granddad. He's chopped up. No, that's what I said. I said the granddad. There's the two, the two granddads and Bill Mosley. They're sitting in well, the post. Well, Drayton, oh, okay. Drayton Sawyer. Drayton Sawyer. I thought you said Bill Mosley was the granddad. Oh, no. There, no he there's wasn't, the no. granddad. There's Drayton Sawyer, which is the oldest brother. Yes. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm there's sorry. I thought top. it was that, yeah. There's Chop Top. Well, Chop Top's the hippie. And then Leatherface is like standing up behind him with the chainsaw kind of pointing one direction and then his arm up like he's like flexing a muscle type thing. Like, uh, all right. Chop Chop Top is the twin. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get Which into he the. He is a twin to the hitchhiker in the first movie. Oh, Correct. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get into the plot of this movie, and uh, we'll go ahead and kick it off like this. Time for incoming mail! All right. <laughs> what do we got, man? How did this... This picks up in some of the cheesiest stuff I think I've ever seen, which is like these guys who are just like too cool for school, I guess. It and... is two of the whitest, whitest bread, like preppy motherfuckers. I got it right. I got a scene of it right here. Here we go. Yeah, it's pretty bad. X, let's get Stretch a call and see what she says. What kind of name is Stretch? <laughs> no. Red River Rock and Roll Request Line, this is Stretch. Good Stretch. Buzz. I ranked the brick! <laughs> and from all the senior boys at Wheeler High to all the senior girls who are so stuck up, call you're on the road to nowhere. Oh, you mean we're on the road to nowhere? No, baby! We're on the road to Texas all you weekend in Dallas! <laughs> you're on the road to nowhere! Put <laughs> horse, baby! Yeah, pretty terrible. I was trying to figure out <laughs> what they were trying to do with these two guys. 
Because yeah. they seem preppy, but they seem very like southern and stupid as fuck. Yeah. No, I it's had no idea. Fucking murder them. That's what they want to do with them. And what's no the deal way, with the Mm -hmm. What was the deal with Stretch of Station saying they were heavy metal, but nothing they played was heavy metal? Yeah, I know, right? Nothing was. I don't know what that was about either. That was pretty weird. Uh, that's the 80s. Heavy metal was a really broad term. Yeah, 80s. I guess. I, I, I guess know. so. That that was even less than 80s new wave Yeah, that they were playing. Yeah. So, so we opened uh, up with two guys. Shooting up mailboxes and signs with a gun, mm -hmm. going down a road, antagonizing a, a video disc jockey by the name of Stretch. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, I'm gonna just jump ahead and go into our our first bed. She was not able to hang up on them. She was yeah, telling that was them to very hang up. Strange. She was like, "Oh, please hang up." They made Please. a point of it too, where like she—it's not the fact that she just like had the power to hang up and wasn't. No, there was something about the way they do it where, if they get a caller in, they just can't hang up. I don't understand why you can't do that. That is weird. That was and really then, like, bizarre. Kept her. It's like, God damn it, you again. Yeah, yeah, no, it was pretty bizarre. I didn't understand what the fuck it, that it's was a, about. It's like you telling me she couldn't recognize the fucking number that calling her like three or four fucking times. Yeah, no, right? I would have been ignored well, that shit. That, they probably didn't have. Uh, well, yeah, it is eighty six. There's the no call. Number. I don't think caller ID really became a thing to like the yeah. late nineties. Actually, but still, they should be able to hang up on them. Yeah, for sure. Like the why? Why you can't hang up on these assholes? I don't know. But it's important that she can. Because that's what kind of kicks this thing forward is right. because she actually records them getting murdered. It's in, actually a plot device. In a weird way because <laughs> they're, they're in the truck and Leatherface is like standing on the truck. I think they're driving on the longest bridge I've ever seen because they're driving like forever, like parallel with each other. Yeah. And he's just chopping at their car with a chainsaw and slices the dude's head like in half almost like in an angle and um they end up crashing and dying and uh, that's kind of it so not, not to mention they decided to play chicken with that same truck yeah yeah they did like fucking dumbasses those guys were just fucking stupid man fucking, <laughs> yeah they fucking they, laugh yeah what, what makes it even weirder is that we so we see like this corpse like dummy that's being played around with. Yeah. And it, it picks up a chain. And the thing is, they're going the same speed as this. Tr I didn't know you can reverse that fucking fast. No, you can't. It's not possible. And and so you you would think if you were that smart, if he's reversing fast, why don't you just stop your truck? Yeah, no, right. Stop your car. So when this dummy is dancing around, it picks up a chainsaw. And is doing this really dumb dance. I'm like, wait, this is like a somewhat of a depiction of the very first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that was memorable. Now it's being used as like a reported dance. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now we see these guys are getting antagonized on the in the uh, stretch and hear it on the radio station being recorded. So one of them is murdered and then crashes the car mm. because at first you see the chainsaw blade slashing at the door now you see this guy with his head completely and hold on she, she, hold on a second ryan um 
All right, guys, sorry about that. I had to kind of do a quick pause to check some levels here. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so we were kind of getting past the point where they died. The The two kids died, and now it's getting investigated, and that's when we first meet Lefty. And, he, yeah, I mean, I, I, I know Ian's going to disagree, but this is my favorite character in the yeah. fucking movie is Lefty. Okay, okay. Chop top, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, I see where this is going to this entire fucking episode. I mean, one thing I'll give about Lefty, which is a little jumping ahead, but it's pretty amazing that he has two mini chainsaws in holsters and then carries a big chainsaw <laughs> and then just... That is pretty, uh, that yeah. is pretty dope. <laughs> you know who does not do that? Uh, Chop Top. Yeah, no. He, he actually doesn't. And Yeah, sadly not. Yeah, but you know what Chop Top has that Lefty doesn't have is personality. Mm. Maybe so, maybe so. Who you know what's funny, though, is... You have a fucking chainsaw. <laughs> well, what's funny here is that we do get introduced to Lefty, and we see that he has a personal vendetta uh, to go after uh, these killers as there's chainsaw murders, but it sounds like they're trying to cover it up a bit. Like, they don't... They don't want to be, get it out there. They're like, oh, it's just an accident. It's just some accident or whatever. And uh, he's like, nah, man. It's, uh, it's That's not what this is about. So that's when we kind of get – it's kind of a slow build here until we finally get to see Chop Top because he's the first one we get to see, but it's not until a little later, until we get some back and forth between Lefty and um, uh, Stretch where they end up meeting and discussing, like, you know, how they're going to help each other with the case. She wants to be more than just some radio DJ that plays songs here and there, and he wants she, to get She guys. says, I, I want to be a radio DJ that, that does more than just play heavy metal. Yeah, she just wants to play more than heavy metal. That was the fucking line that, that had me scratching my head for fucking years. Yeah, because it's, 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 the music she plays is, is actually kind of chill. Because I think even in the 80s, you still had some metal band. I mean, when did Metallica and stuff first come on the scene? Um, 83. So this movie was done in 86. So, I mean, you yeah. definitely could be playing some Metallica-level stuff to say it's heavy metal. And this is not this is not <laughs> well, that. Uh, well, to be fair, in '86, Metallica wasn't very popular yet. No, nah, that was true. that was a very underground scene. Mm. Heavy metal at that time was like hair metal, like Skid Row mm. and Motley Crue. Mm. And, and she wasn't like even playing that. No, she wasn't. No, no, she wasn't <laughs> yeah, playing true, any of that at all. True, so. but like Metallica and Slayer and Megadeth and all of them, they were not very well known at that time. No, no. I would I would even argue that other than Metallica, but maybe Slayer and stuff, they definitely have a following, but I don't think they're yeah. as well known. They still. definitely weren't on the radio for sure. She, she was playing some Gary in Texas. Yeah. Shit. yeah, no, yeah, you're right. So her calling it heavy metal was kind of weird. I was confused by that too, though, Ryan. I agree with you. Yeah, um, but it but does. Yeah, the lead. '80s heavy metal was like very a very broad term. It does lead them into like, why don't you play those kids' deaths on the radio? <laughs> so yeah. like, that's so, the answer. We're introduced to Bubba Sawyer, <clears throat> Leatherface, by just his face alone. Yeah, but that's really it. In the beginning, when he kills the kids, we see him, but we really don't get to see him again 
until when she starts playing that on the on the radio. But the, we uh, do the, jump, the only jump scare in the movie. But we do, uh, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. But I, we do. I love the jump scare. I actually do too. But we do get Drayton Sawyer first, the cook, right? Because we do he, see him willing winning a he chili, wins the contest. chili contest. Yeah, he does. He wins the chili contest, and like I think I got it here actually. One again. Drayton did it again. Aha, number one. Number one. The Sawyers are number one. <laughs> Just singing to himself that he's number Wait, one. Let, let me <laughs> that guy, I, I really. <sighs> did you notice when she, after she announces that he's the winner and she's eating some of his chili, she chews. And almost breaks her teeth on a piece of bone. Yeah, no, and he's like, "Oh, it's some kind of peppercorn pepper. or something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, and you know what's amazing too is he had a car phone in that truck because then he gets a phone call while he's driving. Like, no, 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 he had he didn't have a car phone. He had an actual corded phone in yeah. his car. Yeah, which is a truck. Yeah. So, that yeah, fucking weird. It is kind of weird. Like, why would he feel like this is a backwoods family? Why? Where is the decision? Like, yo, I need a phone in this truck while I go feed chili people to people. <laughs> yeah, and how did their place have lights? Yeah, I know, right? It's it's pretty insane, but it does end us. It's just like plot, whatever, because it's basically like him to be able to order them to go and stop that radio plane. And so, that's when so, we get yeah, the the big he, scene he, here. He gets a call about it, and then when he hears it, even though he's ranting and, and angry, he starts laughing because he's amused by it. Yeah, he does. He does get this, show, like, he gets kind of angry. Because we see him in the first movie, and we see how fucking crazy he is towards yeah. the end. Yeah. Now, this just reminds us how crazy Drayton Sawyer is. Oh, yeah. They're, they're all fucking crazy because uh, once we get into um, there, when she, like, uh, when her buddy leaves in the radio station and she comes down. You, that useless fuck. Yeah. We actually get the intro to Chop Top, which I have, I believe, here. The fucking best. Yeah. Lefty? I want to I want to buy some uh, radio ad time. <laughs> are you fucking crazy? We are closed. Off the air till tomorrow. You'll have to just come back. No, but but yeah, but whoa. So this is Radio Land, huh? The Infinite Turtle, the the waves through the ether fuzz roll on forever. Close that. Hi, I know what you're thinking. This is weird, huh? But I can handle it. <laughs> you know? You're my fave. <laughs> Me and Bubba, my little brother, we listen to you every night. <laughs> Music is my life. <laughs> you know, you're my fave, but, but I get too embarrassed to phone in my request. It's too disembodied, you know? <laughs> But uh, uh, now that we're here in, in flesh and blood, I, I could maybe make a request and, and it'd still count, huh? Uh, sure. Hmm? 
What about uh, uh, Iron Butterfly? <laughs> you know, like uh, uh, in a Vita de Gata, baby. <laughs> it's heavy. Now, are any of those heavy metal music to you, Ryan? Yes, and three from hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and no, um, like uh, Iron Butterflies and it got a Vita, which is actually in the Garden of Eden, is actually more of a um, psychedelic, like acid rock, mm. more than anything. So no, it's not heavy metal. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um, he goes on into that, and then, yeah, you're right, because, like, after he does a bit of his talking and stuff, we do get where she's like, oh, the music's in there, right? And they go to look in the record room, and then, boom. Well, well another another thing to point out is the fact that he, he talks about how much he wants to hear that song, and he starts to imitate it. Yeah, hold on At a second. At the same time. Hold on, hold on a second, Ryan. Ryan, hold on. All right, guys, we're back. Sorry about that. Ryan, why don't you go ahead and pick up where you left off? So so we're at this point. He's talking to Stretch, and he mentions, like, oh, yeah, I want to hear that song you just played. So he goes ahead and he imitates what he hears. And at the same time, to make things even more eerie, he has a coat hanger in his hand, which he lights the tip of with a lighter, and he's scratching his head, which we really don't see at this point. And then once he's done, he picks whatever at the corner of it and he's eating it. Kind of leaving us with an impression of what he's doing, but we just don't know why yet. It's eerie. <laughs> and then going into, she gives the shortest tour of her station. Which yeah, would, would you like to, to demonstrate that? I got it right here. E X I T. Exit. <laughs> he learns what the exit sign is. <laughs> is that all you got? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I got some. Uh, I got the intro. I got it's just that. Like, here's the lamp. He's like, oh, lamp, cool. <laughs> there was a lot to get from him, yeah, so yeah, I just grabbed like, a here, few. Here's a froggy. He goes, oh, froggy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's like so creepy. First of all, he's just waiting in her room. Yeah, and she's just like, "What are you doing here?" Oh, I, I want to tour. Okay, well, is it the ace sign? Here's the lamp. Oh, lamp, cool. <laughs> is that, here's the frog. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's the ace sign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good night. He's like, "Oh, good night. <laughs> Bye. Oh, good night. <laughs> good night. Good night." There is a lot of the good nights, like a repeated good night over and over. It's just been just fucking creepy as yeah. fuck. Yeah, and then we get to the point that Ryan was talking about, the buildup of him asking for the song, the the song which is actually the uh, yeah. the death of the kids. And that's when we get the jump scare from um, Bubba, from Leatherface. And that's when it gets kind of goofy, because once he comes out and starts chasing her up the thing, he not, starts... Not to mention, not only does he chase her, he comes out. He misses her and hits Chop Top in his fucking plate. Yep. Hey, lick my plate, you dog dick. And that's when it's revealed that he's wearing a Non-flashback! Non-flashback! Leather face, you bitch Yep, that's what we get a lot of that. (laughs) I love Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley is just, like, such an underrated actor. Yep, yep. And then... 
while he's up there, Leatherface, trying to get to Stretch, that's when our buddy comes in here, the useless guy. What the fuck you think you're doing in here, you crazy looking little son of a bitch? Get out of here! And that's when he gets hit in the head with a hammer. Time for well, he, incoming mail! He exactly. tells him, lick my plate, you dog dick. Hey, lick my plate, you dog dick! Yep, exactly that. So, um, no, and you know what's funny, though, is that he hits that dude in the head with a hammer a lot of times. And then after they take him to their little, like, base of operations, their house, they slice skin off of his body, and he still gets up. He gets up and cuts Stretch free when she gets kidnapped. (laughs) Yeah, but he struggled with it, too. He's just like, he did struggle. He did struggle. But how many times he got hit in the head with a hammer? He should have been dead. Like, him and Stretch get hit in the head with hammers, and I'm sorry, but, like, in real life, dude, you can die from just one blow with a hammer, let alone being hit multiple times with a hammer, and then you're just still okay afterwards. So, Chop Top is half this fat fuck size. Yes. And hits him so many times, and then says, wow, this has a lot of beef here, we -hmm. should take him. Yeah. So they take him. Well, actually, they... you're missing you're missing something here because Leatherface is upstairs and he finally gets a little close with Stretch. No, no, no. Well, well I'm just talking about this guy. Yeah, that's true. I, if you want to get into Stretch, oh yeah, he's cornered her and now he starts to Leatherface jizzes jizzes his he jizzes his pants, rubbing his chainsaw like literal <laughs> chainsaw on her <laughs> vagina. Like, it goes up her leg and starts touching her labia minora, her labia majora. Like, it touches all on her private. Which is some more a house that was a corpse's moment. Yeah. So tiny. Yeah, so, it kind of so is. So now Leatherface looks less of a cannibalistic psychopath and more of a cannibalistic horny teenager yeah he does actually and from that moment on he's actually less scary now and he's just kind of just a horny teenager who just has a chainsaw because even later on yeah, he keeps just, trying to save her in yeah. a way now of course to 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 mess with her like it doesn't seem like he actually wants to rape her per se i definitely think he's dick i think he came his pants when he starts getting excited and jumping around in circles but right. even when he gets her like close when they catch her at the house, because she does the dumbest thing. Because after they take her friend, because he's got all the meat, and they leave, instead of like calling the police, because she's like, oh, Lefty's not here. Instead of just calling the police, she's like, no, I'm going to go drive after them and stop this. Bitch, how? You ain't got no gun. You ain't got no chainsaws. Like, Lefty's got three chainsaws at least. You don't have anything. You're just going yeah. over there, and which, that's which it. Is, which we haven't got into was Lefty deciding to go buy chainsaws. Yeah, that was pretty weird scene. It was like he. It, 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 he what was so weird was that. Oh, oh, I like that scene a lot, actually. No, it was a cool it's scene. Like, it's just weird. It's like him, he's trying to get into the mind of the killer. Well, see, I thought that until he ran into the place and started fighting them with chainsaws. (laughs) Then I realized 
It wasn't actually that. It was him seeing what was best to wield to fight chainsaw killers with other chainsaws. And that made it stupid. Because at so, first, I thought like that. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird, but cool. I get it. But no, that's not what it was. He was seeing what could handle best to fight. Yeah, yeah. well, it, it's like... It, it, I mean, it's, it's bad script writing. I guess we could leave it at that. Uh, no, it's not that... the same guy as the, the first one. Yeah, I know that, but it's like it starts out with him like trying to be, get into the mind of a serial killer, which is a fucking amazing. Dennis Hopper is amazing in this film. Yeah, but then it's like I guess he, it's like the guy himself, he's trying to like understand them, and then he just like suddenly becomes them. Yeah, it, it, I guess. So, so <laughs> I don't know. This place, he looked around. He doesn't really say a word. But he walks into this place, he looks around, looks at all the chainsaws. What he does is he grabs a long one and two small ones, goes outside. The guy follows him. He takes a lot of cash, which I guess you can pay. This is how you pay for chainsaws. And he lays it on the I guess so. And then he revs them up. And as he's kind of hitting the stump, the guy is laughing profusely because that's that what dude you do is when somebody like is giddy with joy watching him just like <laughs> slam that chainsaw <laughs> into the watch. wood. It's pretty I, wild. I mean, take it. I won't lie. If if I watched at the time Dennis Hopper fucking around with a chainsaw, I'd be pretty giddy too. Yeah. But but you know he's not really giving me money, so you know I, I wouldn't. So no. But yeah, so. Let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, we do have that scene, yeah. and let's go ahead and clip on back to when we get to the house because that's kind of where we're at now. Because you're right, right, we skipped over that scene, but they're at the house, and she's there first, of course, and he follows behind her, and uh, we actually find out because he she falls in a hole, and he she's trying to hold on, and uh, Dennis Hopper's trying to help her. Lefty's trying to help her, and and he's like, "Oh, look, I'm sorry, man. I just used you. You know, I was trying to get this." So you realize, like, oh, he was just trying to find them so he can kill them. Like, he wasn't really concerned with trying to get other cops to believe him. He wasn't concerned. With, he's just a crazy man who just wanted to fight chainsaw hillbillies with chainsaws. That's exactly. He is like <laughs> the, the chainsaw <laughs> punisher with finds, chainsaws. He finds a painted wall. And then when he knocks the wall, a bunch of like guts, like insides, spill out. And then he says, "This is the devil's playground." Oh yeah, I got that right here, buddy. Here we go. All right, all right go for it. Bring it all down. see I might have clicked. Sure you got it? I do. No no he's got it. This is it. Hold on. There it is. That's when all the stuff comes out.
<laughs> and then I, for the honestly, for the whole point. for the whole rest of the movie until the very end, he is just chopping down their house. Because like trying to, figure, <laughs> trying to figure out at this point. The God movie, bless Dennis Hopper. Is, is, is Toby Hooper? Is Toby Hooper trying to explain to us that the only thing that can stand up to a psychopath is yet another psychopath? That's what I'm assuming is what's being being sold to us here because it looks like that's the only Here way. we have Lefty. I mean, I'm not going to want to really jump ahead, but we have Lefty and Leatherface fighting, and then we have Stretch and Chop Top fighting. Yeah, that does come towards the end, but uh, but to back but up a bit, it is psychotic at that point. It's true, but we are left with Lefty just chopping down the building for the rest of the movie until the end, and then we focus more on Stretch, who right, but, but ends even, up. But we have to we have to look at when Lefty runs into his relative. Franklin. Yeah, so that's who that was. And you said you said that the relative was actually somebody from the first movie? Yes. And, and Ian was kind of like, Ian, I'm not I'm not really going to call you out on this, but you were watching this movie before we did this before we did the other podcast and he poured me a shot of tequila. Mhm. And I, I did scene, pour you a shot of tequila. This is correct. And as that scene was going on, he poured me a shot of tequila, and as he raised his glass, I saw the scene, <laughs> and I said, yeah. Franklin. And he's just like, what? And then to, and then to behind him was, Franklin, I'm going to avenge you, my brother. Was, <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. I was like, yeah. Hey, by, by the way, you want, you want a shot of tequila? I do want a shot of tequila. All right, let me pour you a shot of tequila. There you All go. Right, well, I'll, while I'll he's you. pouring you that, I'll go ahead and run us through to the end. Yeah. So we do for, get for, for, no, no. for those listeners who don't know, me and Ryan are in the same house in different rooms. That's right. And no, I'll, I'll go ahead I'm and do it with pour you. Now. A shot of tequila. Okay. I, I watched the first one so many times before I watched the second one. All right. And I watched the second one more times than I watched any other Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. So it. It, spoiler, it turns out that Lefty is actually the uncle of yeah. Franklin and Sally okay. of the first movie. And Sally is actually the one who survives at the end of the movie. Mm. And now he's getting – he finds Franklin's body, which still has the flashlight still on him lit when Leatherface drove his chainsaw through his stomach. Mm. And it is fitting because that's actually what he does to chainsaw to to Leatherface at the end of this movie, is that exactly. he, he runs his chainsaw through his stomach. So, uh, but we do get a lot with Stretch here, where she is, um, she's trying to find her way through, and she finally finds her her buddy, and he is like like we already explained before, skin cut off, he's all fucked up, but yet he still wakes up and is he's able, tough. yeah. Yeah. Franklin. What about Franklin? Franklin. Oh, you're taking your shots for Franklin. I apologize. Please do so. He deserved it. That's right. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. No, take your shots. That's good. But no, I was just saying. So um, she finds her buddy, but then, of course, Leatherface catches her. And, but he still kind of wants to, you know, get his get his fuck on in, in a way, in, 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 in his own way. Is he, 
he's doing his normal cannibalistic routine, yeah. but yet still being friendly to her. Yeah, he even lets her wear the new face that he cut off of her friend's <laughs> friend's face, and like, he, he, here, put it on it, your face, and here's the it, cowboy. It's so, hat. it's so. Would you normalized. say that's a let or forced? It's so normalized. For he said he let her wear the face, he was but doing. Yeah, she was definitely forced because she tried to say no. That's <laughs> true. It's true. But she's for like, him, for him, that. in his view, he was letting her because, of course, I think he wanted to wear it, but he was like, "No, you can wear it because you're very pretty to me." So he <laughs> put that face on her because she would look better to him with the so face bizarre. on. Her. Yes, and then and then wake up, motherfucker, without the face. Yep, and then he wakes up to cut her free just for her and to I get captured. How, I love again. how he just like gets up and he just hawks a loogie. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and, he does. And it's so bashing insane because we go back to him getting bashed in the head so many fucking times. Yeah, he gets his face cut off, and he doesn't he should even not care. Yeah, he should not. Again, I touched on this earlier. He should not be able to get up and do this. But he does for no reason, really. Because guess what? She gets captured again. Not long he after. He doesn't even care that he's missing the skin off his face. Yeah. Yep, he doesn't. He he, he, he does gives. treat it like, oh, what the fuck? It's, it has to end some kind of way. Really? Like, like this? Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, darling. It's got to end some kind of way. Okay, I'm dead. Blah. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty much. It felt like he it talked like, to a fortune teller I th- before. I think he and says, he like, I'm, I'm falling apart, aren't I? Yeah. I think that's what he said. Yeah, 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 he does now, say something like that. You're right. I mean, it's one thing if, if the metaphor for his life has fallen apart. No, you were just now falling apart. Yeah. Because they're picking you apart. Yeah, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that makes no sense. No, it's wild, man. It, it's a it's a weird, crazy scene to see him come back just enough to cut her free, and then also that rope she's tied with. It's literally one swipe with a knife. It's just like a little tap with the knife, and the ropes are cut. It's like I I imagine that their knives are pretty sharp, but that's pretty amazing for a knife to cut through rope like that. And, like, and at the same time, how long is the tunnel for Lefty? to get to these fucking people. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty fucking long. So, uh well, Lefty's too distracted though. He's he's, you know, I'm bringing it down. down, down. So, I mean, yeah. he's just having a good old time chopping yeah. their house into pieces. Cause, cause we, we have a callback <laughs> to the first movie with Franklin, especially it it is notable to see his flashlight just die off. Because that's the last thing you see with Franklin is when Leatherface plunges his chainsaw through through him. Yeah, is that he has his flashlight on while Sally is pushing him through the field. Mm, okay. Now, now with this one, uh, you see that flashlight go out, and it's just like, okay, now Franklin's light has gone out, even though he is a fucking skeleton. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I see the imagery there on that. Yeah. Um, but we do have the weird dinner scene that happens because she gets no, out, no, but she no, 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 not yet. What you have is when either Leatherface is trying again to seduce Stretch, Drayton and Chop Top show up, and Drayton is like, "Why haven't you killed her yet?" Oh wait, I do have some of this here. So let me see. I believe it's right here. Go for it, bro. Oh, my God! 
Let's talk about it. She's fucking terrible. Yeah. I'm trying to be open with you. It's nobody's fault. I just can't do this. <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> Let me go. But look, she's red faced. The bubba's been playing with her. Bubba likes her. Bubba's got a girlfriend. 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 Is that what this is, Bubba? The old cock and cut swindle. S-C-E-X. Sex. I love how he spells sex. S-C-E-X. Sex. And then he goes to explain sex. Here. Hey, I had to find out about it, didn't you? <laughs> uh, you just couldn't leave it alone. If you wanted to know about it, that's so bad. Why didn't you ask me? You want to know about it? You want to know about it? Ask me. Ask me. It's a swindle. That's all. So don't, don't get mixed up. I don't trust him. Wait, you got to let him explain sex, man. Wait, trust who? Trust the guy who's who went forty years without telling him about sex. Yeah, like the dreams. <laughs> yeah, the you know dude why? Did because he didn't fucking ask him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He, he didn't ask. If he would have just asked, sex was right. not on his mind until like forty yeah. years in his life. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's honestly that's Leftrace's fucking fault for not asking about it. Because at least Drayton is trying to explain it. You can't say you're wrong about that. Yeah, no, definitely. Here, let, let me hear it. I think he explains more. Help me. Please help me. Please. Help me. Please help me. <laughs> nope, I think that's it. I thought there was a little more to it, but I guess that's all we got. Can, can I say something about what he says sure. during that speech? Yeah. Um, I didn't realize it when I first saw this movie, but when he says, um, when he tells Leatherface to finish her off and he doesn't, he grabs his chainsaw and says, give me that. Then he goes on the lines of sex. Well, you know, that's no one knows about that. It's he goes, it's either sex or the saw. Yeah. Sex, no one really knows. <laughs> but the saw, it's family. Yeah, yeah, he does <laughs> say that. that. Yeah, I had no idea that later on down the line, as far as the other Texas Chainsaw movies, that is actually a notable quote that's constantly used. Yeah, I, I that's funny that they actually it, go back and use it. it. That so scene new. did stuck stick out to me. I thought I had the clip in that, but I guess it cut off after that. So Not only that, if you go look at the VHS cover of uh, Leatherface, Texas, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre three, mm. and even in the movie, Leatherface's chainsaw has it in carved on his blade, the saw is family. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yeah. So he does give us a quick sex lesson, actually. I thought it was in there, but I don't know why. For some reason, it clipped out. Because um, I grabbed the clip off of YouTube for it, and they must have cut it right there. So whatever. Uh, anyway, um, so we do get our sex education, and the family finds out that <laughs> finds out. I was at a girl, 
So now that they know that, they decide to take her to dinner. And that's when we get the dinner scene. And we see that's Granddad is who we get to see at this point, correct? Which is the uh, the old yes. guy who can, like, barely fucking move. Which I will say that uh, somebody actually made a fan fiction film based on the grandfather on YouTube. And somebody actually had called it uh, the best there is at what what he does, which explores the story of the grandfather as a hunter in his family as the best. All right. Well, um, at the uh, dinner table, why don't you go ahead and get into what happens at that dinner table, Ryan? So at the dinner table, it kind of mimics – and mocks a little bit of what happens to the dinner table in the first movie, which is they have their victim, and there's usually a bunch of corpses, but in this movie, it's just the grandfather who is completely looks like the fucking Crypt Keeper, but with more weight on him. And he looks kind of dead, but he's alive still. And they talk about how he is the greatest hunter and killer in their family, but yet he's somehow still alive, has to be over a hundred and something. And it's this grossly ghastly dinner table where not only is she a guest, but she is part of the delicacy they're about to fucking have. Yep. Which their game is she is joined by them at first, then they play this game to where Grandpa, with enough strength, will strike and kill her to feed and provide for them all. Because that's how it's kind they... of a dark scene in its silliness of it, though. It because is. she's it bent over, she's bent over her head in that bowl, and she's crying and movie. sobbing. As he's trying to hit her head with a hammer, and, and then and, and you that's get the first movie because the way they harp on the the, the storyline and and the whole franchise is that the grandfather, that guy, would kill the host over a pail to feed everybody. Yeah. So for them, they saw that as a special feast. Yeah, and in that final hit with the hammer, it kind of, boom, knocks him out. And we also have a knocked-out Ian Webb who's snoring into the podcast right. again. Again? What? Yeah, it didn't really sound like that. That's yeah. not true. Oh, okay. Yeah, huh? Yeah, sure. So, Ian, you were so bored by this incredible, so bad is good movie, you fell asleep. Yep. Yep, for the second time. I'm going to have to exercise my Fifth Amendment on that one. Yeah. Oh, shit. We can't do nothing about that. Okay, you're right. Yeah, we can't. Go on. Well, look, let's go ahead and just, just finish this off. We get him singing, actually, uh, Lefty. He sings his way into them after they've knocked her out, and we get the battle of the chainsaw battle. She gets up. She leaves with clap Clap. Which, which is my, my new... Um, so bad as good name is when he approaches, they have no idea who he is. And then when he introduces himself, he antagonizes them at first. 
and he and first they think he is a rival like meatpacking group. Yeah, no, that was funny. Sort of <laughs> yeah. He introduces himself, which is my favorite scene, is when he introduces himself as I am the Lord of the Harvest. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, Are you some kind of health food bunch or yeah. something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty Okay. Funny. Well, I have this whoever you're with I have this money. What do you want? Yeah. And then as he tries to give him money, he turns this huge fucking chainsaw on and slices him in his fucking ass. Yeah, that is true. He does give him an ass shot and with the now chainsaw. It goes yeah. Awesome. Which I would say it is probably like one of the most painful things things you experience but he handled it really well in fact he does and it grabs his little dummy buddy and pulls the grenade that they hide in there out which, so which is that... funny he doesn't even call it a grenade <laughs> yeah he calls it a fuck you charlie yeah he's where's the fuck you charlie yeah there it is and then he uh he says a few words pulls a grenade while they have an epic chainsaw battle between leatherface and lefty and at the same time, we have a Stretch basically fighting with Chop Top. And uh, we actually end it with basically, I guess everybody uh, maybe dies through the grenade explosion on that end. Of course, Leatherface probably not. But and then, but we also see she gets the chainsaw from no, the grandmother. No, he does die because in the third movie... There is another leather face, but it's not him. There's another uh, leather face. Okay, so they just have another one. So technically, yeah, another leather does. face. Yeah, and there's another one. Yeah, it's not him. Okay, well, and then uh, so everybody, I guess, dies from the grenade explosion. So I guess, I guess, in the end, everybody dies but Stretch because Stretch runs a chainsaw through Chop Top and he falls Actually, down the mountain. No, he. She's not the only one that survives. Uh, who else would you say survive? It's Chop Top. Do you think so? <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's got another movie. Oh, he's not in another movie. He had another movie that was not actually put out. In... Also, he has a band with Buckethead. Have we not forgotten the band with That's Buckethead? That's true. He does go on to do a band, so he's still alive. He's still alive <laughs> and with us all. That's true. All right, so not only that, that uh, there was a movie that wasn't made with Chop Top, but it was actually uh, mentioned in the third movie that he was killed in the gas chamber. Uh, well, let's go ahead and uh, move through some what's good and what's bad with this movie. So, uh, Ian, what's bad? Um, let's see. What, what have I written down here? Um, radio DJ can't hang up on annoying dudes. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely bad. <laughs> I'd give that a bad as well. I'd agree. Um, I, I was I was pretty annoyed by that. Um, but also, somebody. So last night I did a uh, a watch party, and somebody said, uh, "So pretty pretty much like they compared it to the original Texas Chainsaw mm. uh, Massacre, which is an actual horror movie." They're like, this movie's too cheesy. How can I not like it? And somebody said, it's like being disappointed by a vegan restaurant not having any meat. Mm. Mm. So that's what this movie's all about. Uh, and that, that's all I have to say about it. All right. What do, what do you got as a bad, uh, Ryan? The complete 180 change format of how it went from 
complete seriousness documentary style to ash insane cheesiness. Yeah. It's like being disappointed by a video yeah, shot yeah, not yeah, having any meat. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a bad, but it's not too bad. It's just that. It, yeah, it's a, it's a first, big difference. Then, right. If you saw this movie first, no big deal. If you saw the the first movie and then this one, still, maybe. Yeah. Because you believe the first movie was somehow real. This one is just like, you know, Toby Hooper's like, fuck. <laughs> you want a second one? Mm. Here you go. <laughs> Fuck off. And then as the money rolls in, he's just like, whatever, as he beats off into a, I don't know, silk cloth because he can't. Yeah. Well, I'd yeah. say. Uh... You know what's another bad? Mm. If yeah. I may. Yeah, good. Um, I'm not saying the character is bad. The Just the lack of explanation on Chop Top is bad. Mm. Yeah. He just. Stop. Because he's stop. a random character. Stop, Ian. Just stop. I know he's your favorite character. Let me explain. <laughs> calm, calm the, calm the rage. Now, now anyone who has seen the first movie has think that Chop Top is the same character from the first movie, which is the Hitchhiker. He is not. Mm. Chop Top is actually the twin brother of the hitchhiker who while during the events of the first movie chop top is actually in vietnam and got his head blown off which explains the plate yeah yeah see that that blew my mind because i always thought the plate was from the hitchhiker again of taking a semi truck to the head in the first movie yeah no exactly the movie does a failure on explaining that. So now thinking that he's a hitchhiker, later on you realize he's not. And mm. and now your your life is a fucking lie. It's all my life is a fucking lie, dude. That's right. See, well, uh, now now I have to go out and fucking hold Ian. God damn it. Uh, I'm um, uh, I'm gonna just say one of my bads is that um I I it it had a really slow pace build up. I felt. Till we finally get to the mayhem, and uh, the stuff that was in that buildup just didn't feel as good or interesting. You know, there See, was... that's interesting because I have a, uh, a, a opposite review. Yeah. I thought that the first half was very fun and interesting until it showed what was going on. Then it was just all completely bonkers, and then that took forever. Mm. Yeah, they did. It did stretch on both ends. I think I I would actually agree with you because I think some of the bonker craziness that happens at the end is kind of like stretched out a bit. Like they could have trimmed some of the fat there, and it'd probably been a little tighter. Um, But I think too, like just the whole concept of them trying to get the radio playing the this thing, like. I don't know. I, I felt like maybe if there was a little more intrigue on Lefty and like 
why he's after them so bad and stuff. Like, I, I, I just don't feel like it was – it felt like it wasn't really handled well because it ends up being just a quick line of dialogue like, oh, yeah, I was using you. My bad. Let me try and help you. Oh, wait, you fell. Sorry. And yeah, just, the, the whole it. radio DJ part was very unnecessary to the plot. Yeah, so I, I would I would kind of put that down as a bad. Um, are we ready to go into goods or do we have more bad? Oh, no, I, I have a bad. Sure. Stretch. Yes, just so her. Just, just her. her in general. Her acting, everything about her was fucking bad. Mm. Okay. I actually didn't mind her that much. I thought she was okay. I didn't hate her. Uh, oh, here's another I thought she was okay until the end. All right, all right. Just the end. She was I, like, I, I have another bad. <laughs> yeah, what's that? <laughs> Ian, this is serious. <laughs> You guys ready? Yeah. All right. So my other bad is Seth and Ian's okay with stretch. That's my bad. Okay, that's right. I'm willing to take it. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, ahead here's a, here's another bad. Ian's impression of stretch, which is yeah. bad. <laughs> fucking bad. Yeah, that's about right, man. No, no, just kidding. I I do think she was like, I don't know. She she sounded just. She sounded like Christopher Lloyd from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit when she was yeah he was getting squished. Yeah, you know what? I was I was gonna text you about that. You I was about to say you should get Christopher Lloyd and Roger Rabbit like the sound clip. Yeah. But then that sounded like too much work, so I was like, "Fuck." Well, it. let's go ahead and move into some of the goods so we can. Go through, <laughs> uh, we're already at like an hour and a half on this, and I I I've just spent three hours like I I kind of. You know, oh, we got to get okay. moving. We All have right, to get cool. moving. Okay. So, uh, what's uh, what are some of the goods that we have? Bill Mosley. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Bill Mosley is amazing in this movie. Yeah. No, he is. He steals the scenes for sure. He's definitely pretty good. And Lefty, I'd say, is also good as well. I agree with you on Den- that. Dennis Hopper is also great in this movie. Yeah. His his even though his character is pretty mediocre. I mean, I love his character. Don't get me wrong. Lefty is my favorite character, but he is mediocre compared to Chop Top. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Ian, what you got is a good. I really like Bill Mosley. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Just a repeat of that. Do we have any diff- any different that's on the good? Uh, he's so bad really in cheesiness of this movie is the fact that it rates under something like uh, Evil Dead Two and Dead Alive. Yeah. You know what I really like? Yeah, Every yeah. time Leatherface just came out of nowhere, like yeah. especially when Chop Top was talking to uh, what's her name on the radio, she was giving him a tour. Like we were talking about earlier, she was giving him yeah, a tour. Yeah, there's like, oh, yeah. two <laughs> different jumps. And, and then all of a sudden, like the exit sign, like it lit up the hallway, and then he was just there with the chainsaw. He was like, Gah! yeah. <laughs> That was like, pretty I good. I love that. And also the other one when uh, her friend came in, came back, and he's like, who the fuck are yes. you and stuff? And he jumps out, too, to come down on him. Like, yeah, that's another one <laughs> as well. So I yeah. do like those two. Like, um, that was great. And I also just love Dennis Hopper with, like, how crazy he was with the chainsaws. Yeah. But what I really love is this, actually, like, the cinematography, the lights and yeah. everything. Like, it was uh, – 
it was different from like a regular mainstream film. Like the the lights, the colors, the red, yeah. everything was just so just. Yeah, it's I, good. I, I don't I don't know how to how to really explain it, but it was awesome. Yep. I, no, uh, no, I I agree. Uh, here's a good. I agree with Ian. There you go. That makes a lot of sense. You got any other goods, man? Um, the the fact that this movie is not the next ta- Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, which are terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like this this one is is just great. Like, like pretty much if, if you're around a group of friends and you're like, hey, I want to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, let's see what we got. We have the original. We have the remake. We have the weird, uh, the the weird uh, other one. Then there's all the shitty ones. Mm. This is the weird other one, and it's like you know, it's it has its own place. Mm. Okay, it it does. All right, y'all ready to get into some facts? Yes, sir. Cool. The family group shot, as seen in advertisements, is The Breakfast Club, which exactly like you said. So that's one of the number one facts. <laughs> did, I, did I call it or what? You did. Uh, Caroline Williams wanted to make a strong impression at her audition. When she was called in, she went to the end of the hallway and ran screaming into the room. When she pulled Tobe Hopper and L.M. Kit Carson out of their seats and used the chairs to barricade the door before she began her scene. Toby, Toby Hooper? Toby Hooper, I'm sorry. Yeah, Toby yeah, Hooper. You're right. Uh, Dennis Hopper thought yeah, this was really the worst. Yeah, you really got to say the guy's name right. Toby. Yeah. You, you really got to not pee when you say that. Yeah, that's right. Of course, forcing a joke oh, that oh, happened you, naturally you earlier. You fucking mute that shit. Yeah. No. Yeah, just a retread, forcing yeah, a yeah. joke can, in can here. We, can we give him shit like you gave me shit for that? Yeah, movie? we could, but, you know, this is yeah. on purpose. It's different yeah. when it's, like, oh, oh, accidental. Oh, so instead of going a 180 bat shit, we're just going to the regular seriousness of ignoring it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't really know what you're talking about. Sure. Oh, really? We just fucking heard it. Yeah. Okay, continue yeah. on. No, definitely. Dennis Hopper thought this was the worst movie he'd ever been in. He later said the same really? thing about Super Mario this Bros. One? Yep. He said later with Super Mario Bros. in 93, but yeah, he called okay. this one I'm the worst. Yeah, fucking say. Yep. Uh, director Toby Hopper and co-writer of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Kim Henkel, originally had an idea for a sequel that would feature an entire town of cannibals and also be a satire of the film Motel Hell, 1980 which itself was a satire of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The title of that sequel was to be Beyond the Valley of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but the studio forced considerable changes to be made to the screenplay, even hiring a new screenwriter, and the result of those changes are what became of this movie. So they had some rewrites and stuff. Well, well, well. Even though Motel Hell is a satire from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. It was still a worthy horror to watch. Hmm. Okay. It's, it's a good movie. Uh, the There's cor- nothing wrong with this movie. The corpse chop top and Leatherface carry around with them um, is actually the, the hitchhiker from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Makes Which is Chop Top's brother. Yeah, so that's that's the corpse to carry around with them. 
Um, Tom Savaney once stated that the makeup effects that he created for Grandpa is most his most proud accomplishment, which he compares to the makeup for the aged Dustin Hoffman in Little Big Man from 1970. Which is another good of this movie is Tom Savini. Mm, Savini, sorry. And, and, and I've even met Tom Savini in person um, last year during Texas uh, Fried Mare Weekend. Yeah. And Tom Savini is an amazing person. Mm. And uh, my, even my old lady has a vast like appreciation for all his accomplishments and talked about wanting to go to his special effects school mm. since he's been doing that shit since Friday the 13th. And she loves him to death, especially doing From Dust Till Dawn mm. and tons of other movies. And we felt so bad for him at this Texas Fright Marathon that nobody visited his table. Mm. Nobody knew who he was, and he's a fucking living legend. Mm. Yes, so I, I, I shook his hand, and she was telling about how much uh, how much she appreciated love his special effects in his movies. And I actually name dropped this movie, actually Chainsaw Massacre Two, and he gave me the biggest fucking eyebrow, like. You knew I was in this movie? <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. And he's just like, I think it's hug time. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So That's so right. him and I shared a moment as I gave my old lady a stink look. That's it, man. That's it. That's amazing. Yeah, That's right. Awesome. Um, Bill Mosley said that his role in Chop Top is his favorite of his own. Uh, when originally submitted to the MPAA, it received an X certificate, prompting the filmmakers to release it as unrated. Jim, Jim Sido is the only actor. Sido? I'm not sure how you said it. Drayton. The guy who plays Drayton? Drayton Sawyer. Yeah, so he's the only actor in the movie who was in the original, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Lou Perryman worked on the original film as a crew member, but did not act in it. Oh, 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 okay. You, you have something to say about that, Ian? He he has an accomplishment for God fucking sakes. Yep. I I, I just remember you saying that there were three people who were. In there this were three people, before. but not three actors. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I believe you said actors. No, I said people, mm. characters. Uh, hey, uh, don't would you fall asleep on on my notion? <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, Seth. Go ahead. In an interview, Toby. <laughs> that's right. In an interview, Toby Hopper said cutting the film down to 90 to 100 minutes was a major priority for Canon, so they could have more screenings per day and potentially make more money. That's interesting. I never heard somebody do that to where like let's cut it down to a shorter time limit so that we can play it more for for more especially dollars. Especially for Canon. Yeah, that's interesting. I, you know, I never That's right. You only got so much time when if you got like two and a half hour movies, like thinking like the Avengers and things like that. <laughs> like that no, does no. affect uh, how many movies for, you can play. Especially for that company Canon. Yeah. That documentary. Yeah. Um Let's see. Um, a lengthy scene in which the Sawyer family goes out hunting for prime meat was cut for pacing, but is present on the Gruesome Edition DVD. Gruesome uh, Edition? Yeah, there's a Gruesome Edition DVD of this. What What more gruesome can you get with this movie? Yeah, no. 
When the BBFC notified Cannon that at least 20 minutes and possibly 25 would have to be trimmed, Cannon aborted its plans for a planned UK release in 86. Uh, Hoyt's Distribution, who, had, who has distributed 90% of Cannon's titles in Australia, submitted the film for classification in 86. The film was deemed highly offensive by the classification board and refused a rating, effectively banning the film. Hoyt's considered cutting the film, but the scenes and elements that offended the board were so many that it was decided to not release the picture altogether. The ban stayed in effect until MGM resubmitted the film some 20 years later, and A Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 was finally released. So, wow. Uh, in the original screenplay, Stretch was going to be Lefty Enright's illegitimate daughter. What? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, you know, classic, you know, classic sh- shitty screenwriter. Yeah. I, I don't think we would have got the uh, classic cheese fest if they would have did that shit. Yeah. Uh, Chop Top asks Stretch if the tape of the opening scene murders is from the Rambo 3 soundtrack. Rambo 3 had not been released at the time the Texas main Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 came out. It was released two years later. <laughs> um, Bill Mosley created a short film parody entitled The Texas Chainsaw's Manicure, where he played a small role as the hitchhiker and showed it to a screenwriter who was able to show it to Toby Hopper. Hopper loved it and kept Mosley in mind for a part should he ever make a sequel. When the time came to cast Chainsaw 2, Mosley was contacted for the role of Chop Top, the hitchhiker's twin brother. Uh-huh. So that's how he got the role. Uh-huh. And, and then later, which I actually showed to Ian, which was called uh, All-American Massacre, mm. which where Chop Top survives and goes to prison and then decides to give his memoirs and then run for president. Um, let's see. Let me ask if you agree with this, Ryan. I'm curious. Many fans of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre dislike this movie due to its emphasis on gore and wacky humor. Toby Hopper argues that black humor was also present in the original film, but viewers did not acknowledge it because it's shocking content. Do you think there was any type of humorous nature to the first 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Actually, uh, watching it last year on uh, Shudder during the um, last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs, yes, there is some shockingly dark humor, and it's mostly with um, Franklin, Hmm. the paraplegic brother, who is so obnoxious that he's funny. Hmm. And like uh, all the scenes with him... And the dumb teenagers, and then towards the end with uh, the shockingly goofy, funny family, who's just just so uh, out there with what they're doing, torturing Sally, um, Franklin's sister. That is kind of funny, mm. and and the way they're acting, thinking that they have the upper hand on her until she fucking jumps out of a window and of course the hitchhiker gets fucking run over by an 18 wheeler she gets away and Leatherface is like what the fuck do I do I'll do this risque dance 
which Leatherface does throughout this entire fucking movie. Yeah. Even and even Stretch does at the end of the fucking movie as if yeah. it's a part of the fucking franchise. She does it herself. Right. Yeah. That was that that was that was definitely the best part of the movie where she just like did that weird thing. Yeah. Is it? Is it though? It's the best part. <laughs> it's the best part for sure. He did not say that when we fucking watched this movie. Yeah, well. I digress. Um, yeah, so we got oh, several sorry. several scenes were deleted by director Toby Hopper due to pacing issues, as mentioned, Hooper. in the 2000 Hooper. I'm going to say Hopper, fuck he, you. He, he in the 2000 okay, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Shocking Truth documentary. One lengthy scene that was cut from the film involves the Sawyer clan heading down heading out to, at night to collect prime meat for their chili by slaughtering movie patrons and a group of rowdy rioting fans. Deleted slaughtering scene featured several elaborate Tom Savini special effects. Uh, another deleted scene also includes the American film critic Joe Bob Briggs, an alternative plot line involving Lefty Enright as Stretch's father was also scrapped. However, these scenes are present on the 2007 Gruesome Edition. So that apparently has a lot of the scenes that were missing from this. Which, Joe Bob Briggs is actually in this movie. Mm. Still. Yeah. He's actually in this movie. And uh, to be quite honest, he is a huge lover of this movie Mm -hmm. and a Texas favorite. Hmm. Because I've, I've watched his specials on Shutter, which is like the last drive-in and all the holiday specials he's done. Yeah. And he is huge here in Texas. Mm. And since this movie was shot in Texas, he uh, asked to be in this movie. Mm. Okay. Uh, Gunner... if, if, you, if you look at the end credits, he pops up. Okay. All right. Uh, Gunnar Hansen was approached to reprise his role as Leatherface, but he claimed to have been offered scale plus 10%, with the 10% going to his agent. When he replied that he had no agent, they offered scale without the additional 10%. Hansen found the offer too low. Unit publicist Scott Holton offered an alternate story claiming Hansen facilitated about the part or vacuity, I'm not sure what it is, about the part, and the offer was rescinded. Halton didn't believe the average viewer was even aware of the original actors were claiming who are Neil, Hansen, or Burns. So, apparently they were trying to get Hansen back, and, you know, that... Uh, even though Hansen did not really come back to the franchise until Texas Chainsaw 3D where he made himself a member of the Sawyer family in the beginning, and that the same goes for Bill Mosley. Yeah. Well, he he actually, Bill Mosley, who played Chop Top in this movie, fun fact, played Drayton Sawyer Mm. in the beginning of Texas Chainsaw, where they're all fucking massacred by the sheriff's office and all the deputies. Yeah. All right, well, I got my last fact here I'm going to do that I think is kind of interesting is um, um, Stretch was actually made some appearances in the other um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Apparently, she has an uncredited role of a TV reporter in Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 in 1990. 
Um, and according to Williams, the director, Jeff Burr, told her, look, I don't know how long these chainsaw films will carry on, but I want to keep your character alive. I don't want to get rid of you. You are not mentioned anywhere in this screenplay, but I want to make sure that for the ages, if anybody wants to revisit Stretch, it has to be you. You will be seen in part three. The fans will know it's you. In Hatchet 3, Williams plays the news reporter Amanda Palmer. And she says that BJ McDonald told me she's Stretch. That's why we're that's what we're doing here. I played the character of Amanda precisely as she would be. Stretch grew up, she changed her name, she married a law enforcement guy played by Zach Gilligan, and she split who plays in who plays in uh Gremlins in Gremlins 2, the new batch. Mm. And apparently she says she split from him because she's a woman who is obsessed with pursuing these legends, these myths, which in her mind are not myths. And then Williams also appeared in Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens, as she, a character called Stretch. But Williams does not include this in her description of uh, Stretch's movie appearance, like those characters' appearances. <laughs> the so. uh, spoiler in uh, Hatch 3, yeah. she's murdered. Yeah. Uh, Sharknado. Uh, I it really didn't bother to watch the other ones. So I think I watched I the would, first uh, three. I would guess that goofy, she's murdered. But, yeah. You know she may or may not be, but just saying. All right. But well, yeah, I, now now should you say that I do remember her in Hatchet Three, and she is fucking outlandish, just like Stretch. She's terrible, but this time she's murdered, so yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> Well, um, Ian, why don't you go ahead and give us a rating? We'll get into rating this movie. So, what did you? Uh, uh, Ian, Ian, wake the fuck up! And give us a for quality. Yeah, what are you I waiting for quality? Probably uh, seven. Things that get broken down by a chainsaw. Cool. I'll, I'll agree with you. I'm going to give it a seven times um, stretch couldn't hang up the phone. Um, that's what I'll give it. Uh, I think yeah. I think it's pretty good. A lot of the makeup design and everything was pretty good. Um, the effects for it being 86, I think, were like, you know, pretty pretty good. I was on board for it. Um, I, yeah, I, I really like the light, lighting, you know, the colors. I like the background lighting a lot. Mm. That was really cool. Ryan, what you giving it? You know, um, since, since the fact that it is in the 80s and it's kind of a – it looks like a bigger budget from the 70s, but just a slightly bigger. So I'll give it eight times. It could have explained Chop Top's origins, but they didn't. All right, cool. So quality, Ryan, I'll let you go back to back on it. Well, I mean, on enjoyment, I'm sorry. We did quality. Enjoyment, okay. what do you give it for enjoyment? I actually give, uh, since the fact that I I actually love this movie, to be honest. Yeah. I'm actually really glad that Ian picked this movie to do. And he's breathing really hard because he wants to hear my rating on it. Am I? Yeah, you are. Like, yeah, really hard. You're, you're really <laughs> yeah, just like it's uh, not me. Yeah, I think that's right. I remember in middle school me watching this movie and raving about it, 
And I actually got teased for liking this movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but take it, it's not perfect. But at the same time, it's kind of imperfect mm. for being its own thing. And it's in this, as I said earlier, it's in the same spirit of, like, Evil Dead 2 and Dead Alive and other movies that seem like it was horror but went totally 180. So I give it nine chainsaws that Dennis Hopper could have wheeled to destroy Leatherface for good. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven just with the quality. I mean, I liked it. It was it was cool. Um, I don't think it really wowed me. There was a few issues I had with it, but I can appreciate you giving it a nine, though. And uh, but I'll give it um, seven grenades that kill everybody but the girl. So uh, that's what I'll do. Like uh, even seven grenades still didn't kill, still kill everybody but not her. Yeah, that's what I said. Everybody but not her and uh, Chop Top actually. Those two. Well, they were in a different room. Yeah. True. So go ahead, Ian. What are you rating it for uh, enjoyment? <laughs> I'm gonna give it a, a nine. Uh, great lines by Bill Mosley. It was great. And Dennis Who Hopper. Well, well, that's cool, Ian. Yeah, and Dennis Hopper. Did I forget to mention that Dennis Hopper was fucking awesome in this movie? Yeah, that's why I just fucking said something. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead, man. But have I mentioned? Today in this episode, this podcast, that this Hopper was great. In this I movie. mean, you probably did while you were snoring, but I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's probably, <laughs> probably you just don't when remember. I have to go outside and yeah, wake you up. Yeah, probably during one of those times. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, maybe. All right. Well, anyways, um, what is? Where Seth told me. Yeah. Go wake his ass up. <laughs> yep. Basically, before I shut the podcast down and just go do what I got to do. Um, what uh, what is the next movie? Do you have one in mind for what we're doing next? I'm, I'm thinking Black Dynamite. Okay, okay. Black Dynamite. Fuck yeah. yeah. All right, we Black can do that. Dynamite. Do you know what Black Dynamite is? No, I never watched it. I, I oh fuck. Yeah. Would, would you care to just take a guess and just tell us what Black Dynamite is? Uh, black guy does some really cool shit. Wow, that's all you got. That's all you got. Yeah, basically. I mean, yeah, that that is like 100 <laughs> what it is. But that's all you got. Yeah, that's all I got. I assume it's something along the lines of Dolomite, but probably a little better. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe better, maybe not so much. Okay. okay. No, no, it's much better. <laughs> it's much better. Okay. Yeah, but all right, we got Black Dynamite next. Uh, Ian, why don't you go ahead and plug your Facebook group? Uh, Give it a good old butt plug. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. What's it called? Oh, yeah. Movies so bad they're good. <laughs> uh, Midnight Cult Classics and Camp. Hit us up. Say what's up. All right. Who's next? Yeah. com. Say what's up there, too. All right, there you go. You plug some of our friends, Ryan. Sure. Horror cult, trash, and other. I fucking love that podcast. Go see them. 
they're amazing. Uh, I can't wait for what they're doing. I'm not going to spoil what they're doing. Uh, go give them love. They're awesome. All right. Uh, Ian, you got anybody else you want to kind of plug in there, or are we good to go? Uh, well, there was a – no, nah, I'm cool. All right, I got Nerds the Podcast, <laughs> I got Blurreds R Us, and I have the Longbox Guys. Those three podcasts, they do comics, movies. Well, Longbox Guys only comics, but the other two do movies, sometimes comics, anime, and all types of stuff. So you can check out Nerds the Podcast, Blurreds R Us, or the Longbox Guys if you want to hear a bunch of drunk guys talk comics. So there you go. Appreciate you, and uh, peace. Have a good one. <laughs>